Good morning, motherfuckers. Episode 346. We about the business. I know you might be thinking to yourself, who's this different voice we're hearing? It's your boy, Jojo, back in the building. Yes, sir. You know what it is. Along with me, we got my boy, Kobe. And, of course, we got the go-to host, Aaron. We in this bitch, Not Your Normal Podcast. About to get into some non-normal shit. Um, I, do, I would like to. I would like to just um, right off the bat say, uh, rest in peace to my boy Angus Cloud. Yeah, Angus Cloud yeah. died today. Yeah, real, real G, bruh. Yeah, yeah. They didn't like officially release the reason, but the way his family said it made it seem like it was suicide. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. yeah, they, I think his what they say is his dad died last week. Yeah, his, they just buried his dad like a week ago. That's insane. He he'd already been dealing with uh, mental health issues. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, that's wild. That just proves you know you gotta take care of your mental health. You know, reach out to people. Really, make sure you you got your yourself in check before anything else. That is check true. That's um. Yeah, like what is it now? This weekend would be two weekends now. So I guess a weekend, like a week and a half ago, dude that used to go hoop up at the gym named uh, Philip. He uh, he was one of the bodies that they found over by a Grand Street Bridge, uh, in Sherman. You know that uh, he was one of the guys that killed himself over there. And he used to go hoop at the gym. Yeah. So that's cr- yeah, it's wild. It's extremely uh, sad. Extremely sad. Extremely. Uh, crazy, crazy switch up, but I figured I'd go in and knock this out of the park real quick. Go in and uh, knock it out. So, had a full weekend with a uh, with Utopia. What y'all think? Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. I can't comment on it too much because I'm not that big of a heavy listener of Travi. Understandable. But what I will say is that this album is a great throwback. Um, it has some. It has some songs that I would listen to, like, on a shuffle. But most of the songs on there is just, I can leave them. You know what I mean? Understandable. I get that. I get that. Mm-hmm. Over, overall, on a 1 to 10 rating, I'm, I'll give it about a 6. Got it. Understandable. Six. Not a, being not a Travis fan, I understand that. I get that. Colby, what about See, you? I'll be honest. I... I didn't expect too much from this album. I had a feeling it was going to be uh, Astral World 2.0. Uh, I was pleasantly surprised uh, just off the atmosphere that was given, based off the features. The features were the main point of this. Yeah, features. It really uh, helped. Very feature yeah. heavy, but it's Travis. He's always feature heavy. I'm saying some of these features basically carry these songs to oh, be some yeah. of Travis's songs. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I, what if you're talking about. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's the production and features made this one of the best albums of the year. I give it my personally is an eight out of ten. Uh, but man, it's just a great just atmosphere. I'm a so I'm a big Travis fan. Uh, I'm a big big Travis fan. I have Al Faro and Days Before Rodeo and Rodeo and you know all of his projects on my phone. So I'm a big mm-hmm. Travis fan. Um, 
And this one, it's really good. I personally have it. My reasoning I have it, why I have it over Astro World is because when he did the rollout for Astro World, um, you know, Astro World being the title of the album, but also the title or the name of uh, one of the theme parks from Houston whenever he was a kid. And the beginning of the Astro World album, which was Stargazing and Carousel and uh, Stop Trying to Be God and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. The beginning of that album was very, uh, it followed the theme of what Astroworld is, which is like a fun, a fun ride with theme park, you know, like, you know, sort of vibes. And then the rest mm-hmm. of the album sort of got lost for me. It's still a good album. I like Astroworld a lot. Don't get yeah. me wrong. Um, but in comparison to what the album name is, it didn't really like follow the story of what Astroworld is to me, especially towards the end. This one, Utopia being, you know, Utopia is like this perfect place, dystopian future type different, you know, sort of like a, you know, like a dystopian future, very new, new things, new sounds. And you mm-hmm. definitely got that with this album, especially on songs like um, Thank God is amazing. The beat transition in Thank God is top five. Um, Meltdown with Drake is really good. Fiend is really good. Um, Schizo is amazing. It's just a little long, but it's a good song still. Um, Telekinesis with Future and SZA is amazing. My only problem with that song being it's another six-minute song. It's five minutes and 54 seconds. I think the start of the song, it goes future Travis, future Travis SZA. I could have lived without that second future verse because his second verse is like a minute and a half long. I could have lived without that and then just given SZA, if you wanted to keep it at the six minute mark, just give SZA the rest of the song because she sort of carried that song. Not sort of. She carried that song. Um, So a normal rap fan slash hip hop fan on multiple listens they're going to get bored of that song because of how slow it is, especially with future and Travis, you know, they're more of a, when they do a slower song, it's more of like a melodic rap sort of crooning type, you know, music. Mm-hmm. So over time, that song's going to get really boring to a lot of people really quick until SZA gets on it. That's why I sort of have a problem with future second verse. Cause if you just get SZA that to that point earlier, then that song is damn near perfect. Um, Till Further Notice with James Blake and 21 is really good, though. I like that song, but I'm also a James Blake fan. The only... I do have one problem with the the album, though. Mm -hmm. Not even a problem with the album, actually. There's two songs that I have a problem with. (laughs) There's just two songs. (laughs) Circus Maximus and God's Country. Those are the only two songs I have a problem with. It's because they're so fucking Kanye it's unbelievable (laughs) it's so unbelievable like not necessarily so much God's country God's country was produced by Kanye so I'll let it slide Circus Maximus was not produced by Kanye and good lord if that's not that's black skinhead in 2023 that's all it is that's black skinhead of 2023 from Yeezus so I understand the vision. I get the vision. Like, oh, this is different, but it's not. (laughs) 
I heard it <laughs> 10 years ago. That's the only, that's the only difference. And uh, I think a lot of people, I think the reason this album sort of has a lot of mixed reviews is because of its like different sound. It's extremely different. It's super futuristic and super forward thinking like production wise, <laughs> which is the same exact problem Kanye had with Yeezus, you know, 10, 11 years ago. It was super different, super production wise, uh, super future and like super futuristic in the way it was produced. But now people look back on that album saying it's Kanye, one of Kanye's greatest albums of all time. So I think uh, the album will get better over time, to be honest. That's just me, though. I actually think Delestro is pretty good, too, with Beyonce. Yeah. This the vibe. Of, the vibe of that song is weird. It doesn't fit. Just I, I like K-pop. Honestly, just like K-pop. It, it doesn't it, fit. Yeah, no. So I think those two songs may have just been... Uh, it may have been like that Delestro may would have been on um, that Beyonce album. Renaissance. See, Delestro was... Um, she released it as a single that same night, and I listened to it. It's mixed yeah. different. Just like K-pop from the album is mixed different than K-pop, the single that came out a, a week prior to the album coming out. So they're mixed a little bit different. They're pretty much still the same song. There's not a big difference, but there's a there's a couple differences in the songs. But still, they don't really fit because they're very, they're very, like dance hall clubby music especially k-pop that's very yeah. you know latin nights which makes sense it's a bad it has bad bunny on it so i guess he sort of Yay. sort of fit his style to fit bad bunny because i understand bad bunny probably doesn't fit on a lot of songs from the way he you know rap slash sings but beyonce sure, yeah. fits on everything beyonce's an r&b singer yeah. she can fit on yeah. damn near anything she can rap she can sing she can fit on anything, so I don't understand what the the vibe of that yeah. song is. It's a good yeah, song, still. She can fit on semi. Might be yeah. trying to break more. In, he's yeah. probably trying to have like a a breakout, you know, dance hall hit, kind of like Drake oh, yeah. uh, did with the entire K-pop is gonna uh, be K-pop is gonna be insane in certain club situations or like party situations or a night in a nightclub like setting. So will Delestro, yeah. especially with Beyonce on it that. She's super singy on that song, especially towards the chorus. So, but what song is it? The one that has Kid Cudi on it? Is that I I know? It's love. Is it love? Yeah. That that song bothers me too, actually, because Kid Cudi ha that song is so Kid Cudi, it's unreal. That's Man on the Moon. That whole song is just Man on the Moon, crushed into three minutes and forty six forty seven seconds. But he can only gave I, Kid Cudi the last 30 seconds of the song. Can I confess something? Yeah. Yeah. I think I only heard like one song by Kid Cudi. Really? <laughs> Real shit. I'm a big Yeah, I'm be, I'll be straight up. I haven't listened to Man on the Moon. There's only like three <laughs> songs I've had a rotation from Kid. I'm I tried to get into Man on the Moon 3, but like. Man on the Moon 3 is like, not that great. When oh when he god. died and everybody was like, "Oh my god, Kid Cudi died!" Oh my god, like what the fuck? And I was just like, "Damn, Kid Cudi died!" And then I was like, "Wait, hold up!" And I went to my Apple Music. I didn't have anything added by him, and I had a, I looked up one of his songs. I was like, "I've heard this one," and I was about it. The fuck are you talking about? Kid Cudi's not dead. He ain't dead. Who am I thinking of? Who are you fucking thinking of? <laughs> <laughs> who am I? 
I could have sworn who's the nigga that got robbed in the Tupacu Roscoe's? Oh, robbed where? Are you talking about Possum Milk? No, the nigga that got robbed in Roscoe's. Oh, P&B Rock. P&B yeah. Rock. That's, yeah. that's yeah. tragic. I that is crazy. Break. You got those two mixed <laughs> up. That's insane. They're um, nowhere even near each other. <laughs> yo. <laughs> I don't know what made me think about those two were the same. Now Kid Holy Cudi shit. got some Kid Kid Cudi got some heaters like Day and Night. Obviously, everyone knows that song. Yeah, I think um, that, yeah. Pursuit was, of Happiness is good. Um, uh, Mr. Rager's pretty good. It's not my favorite, but I like him. The problem is Kid Cudi's not. He's. It, it depends on your your personality. You have to be like a sort of a depressed person to listen to Kid Cudi. Mm-hmm. Soundtrack to my life is good, um, but other than all of his like pretty much all of his major songs, he's really a depressed artist. Which some people love that shit. Yeah, soundtrack to my life is good. Um, uh, that one uh, love, I know that she was yeah. recently put on. Sh- That's wild, my ass. Ain't Kid Cudi dead? Nah. That, is, that <laughs> was nuts. That was nuts. <laughs> wow. No. Um, no, something happens in the next couple weeks. You hey, put that listen, in the universe. Listen. Hey, Kid Cudi, hey, fool. I'm not wishing on you to die, man. I just got y'all mixed up, fam. Kid Cudi's a really hey. good feature artist to me, though. Should have oh, been. yeah, he's, he's great. He's, great uh, his his sound is super. That The humming he does is you can't, you can't mistake it for anybody else. He's super unique whenever he hops on songs. I'm just upset that that song was just Man on the Moon crammed into one song and you gave Kid Cudi, the guy who sort of basically created that sound, 30 yeah, seconds okay. of the song. I bet there's a version with where he has more. There's no way, right? More, at least we have leaks come. Have I guess so, yep. But, um, so, switching off of the Utopia... So last week, I asked Jordan if he wanted to be on an episode because I had something to talk about. Ooh, boy, yo, oh boy, yo, oh boy. What? I'm ready. Yeah, I told you. Oh, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know what I have a problem with? You know what I, I have a genuine problem with? <laughs> I have a genuine problem with it. And it doesn't happen, for, it doesn't happen from any of y'all. Not like, you know, in Colby Carson... Jordan, uh, Cameron, Chris, the you know the Devi, the main people you know we see or talk to every day, but basically everyone from the group chat. It doesn't happen with y'all. Yeah. But I'm not gonna say any names. I'm not gonna do that. Okay. I'm not about that out in life. Uh, <laughs> I ain't got I ain't got enough money to do that yet. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I have a serious problem with. So, I give. All of you guys merch for free, correct? You know? Yep. Yeah, it's, yeah, you know, I can do that. In return, you guys wear it all the time. Y'all show mm-hmm. up to photo shoots. Y'all are, I don't have to pay you to show up to a photo shoot. Y'all are willing to do it. Like, you know, everybody fo- posts. Yeah, exactly. Everybody posts the shop stuff on their, their social media. Exactly. We have we have a good time at the photo shoots. You know, we, you know whatever. <laughs> Somebody... Actually, some bodies, sorry, that we know mm-hmm. had the nerve and audacity to complain to me last week that I 
gave Riley some sweaters before I gave them to them. And I went, well, I don't understand what the big deal is. And they said, why would you give it to her over us? Being, you know, not at the same time, but, you know, Mm -hmm. in general. And I went, well, there's a multitude of reasons for that. One, uh, Riley wears my stuff all the time. Big supporter. Mm -hmm. Shout out, Riley. Actual. Second, she's leaving for school like in a week. Factual. She will not be Mm -hmm. here. Just the way I'm looking, literally looking at a couple of sweaters and hoodies that I have to give Colby and Ashton because they will not be here when it gets colder outside. They will be away at school. Why would I not give it to them first when I'm going to see you guys, these people, damn near every day for the next seven weeks while it's hot outside and not cold yet? And they had the nerve uh. to throw attitude towards me just because of the fact that I gave it to a certain person. And this is not the first time this has happened. This has happened with multiple people. And when I say multiple people, I mean people that I don't even talk to. (laughs) Like, I talk, you know, I talk to them. But I don't talk to them like I talk to everyone else. I have a serious problem with that. Because I charge people for this stuff. Like, I make money off of this stuff. And I'm going out of my way to give it to you for free. And not just normal stuff. Sometimes people, these people, put in a request for a certain color that I didn't make. Well, yeah, let me, I can do that. I can order one. Why not? Let me drive to Dallas, pick it up, and then bring it all the way back to Sherman. And I do that. I don't ask for any, any, any compensation. And you have the nerve to be angry at me. Because I gave away a couple of sweaters. Sounds like they want your meat. That is unbelievable. <laughs> I don't think no, that's I mean, the reason. <laughs> I mean, I mean this, no. this is this is this is the thing. It's because, and I, I kind of I explained this to my roommates, uh, my roommate's fiance, not too long ago, a couple of months ago. Um, but when you're in a position of I would say power, but in your case, you're you're in the position of that you are a, you're an owner of a business. You own your own business, yes. and it's the podcast, it's the merch, it's the whole it's the whole thing. It's the whole thing that makes up basically what your profit is coming from. Yeah, yeah. But once you introduce friends to that to that thick to that circle, and not even really just friends, but acquaintances. Uh, some some people tend to fucking assert themselves too much to where they don't belong. Yeah, okay. And yeah. then they start to fucking start to fucking <laughs> they start to act a lot differently. It's and start expecting things and special treatment and shit like that. Yep, it's, it's jealousy. It's j- jealousy because really. yeah. And, like, I told her, uh, like, in the event, like, say one of her friends was angry at her, 
because uh, it's some stupid shit. Like it doesn't matter. But I'm like, once once you you know you get emotions tied into all that shit, then that that's when you lose it. Because getting emotions connected to small shit like that is is a is absurd. I because agree. who the fuck who the fuck in their right mind is going to sit there and whine that they didn't get a free item, but somebody else did? Oh well, well she got it and I didn't. It's not fair. It's not fair. Well, guess what, nigga? We live in the fucking real world. Nobody got to choose the red or the blue pill yet. Because you know why? Because we're still in a fucking simulation. It doesn't matter if you get a fucking coat or not. Just be grateful when you do. You fucking twat. Like Twat? Twat is crazy. <laughs> God damn. I mean, I, I had a fucking argument. I had a fucking bad argument with my little brother the other day. Because he started tweaking about some shit over some Fortnite shit. And I picked up one of his guns and he started throwing a tantrum. And I mean, not coming out of his nose, like the whole, uh, the whole get up. Right? Shit. And That's he kept rough. yelling, it's not fair. It's not fair. It's not fair. I'll tell you, I'll tell you what's fair. What's fair is the fact that any of y'all niggas have gotten shit for free. And it's, it's, it's an honor, really. Because mm-hmm. the shit that you drop isn't just like just regular shit that you know somebody's making at their house. It's fucking t- shit that's taking time to put into, fucking prestigious, prestigiously designed. Yeah, so flawless. so for the first like, so let's see here. I started the merch. It was weird. So when me and Kyler got to like episode, ooh, let me see here. I can actually tell you. So. It's gonna do some. It's gonna take some scrolling real quick, but uh, let's see here. I can tell you exactly. It was, it's a. It was the the merch thing was a weird journey. I'll say that. Mm-hmm. So, um, Ben is here. Who's Ben? I don't even remember that episode. What the fuck? I don't even remember making that up. Some of these episodes, when I read the title of them, I genuinely have no idea what the episode is about. Like, I couldn't tell you what the episode is about. That's like how, until much I've talked about over time, especially in the early ones with when me and Kyler did it, because all of our episodes are like an hour, hour and a half long. We talked about so much stuff. That's how long you've been locked in, man. That is true. (laughs) That is true. Can I not search for like keywords? Because I don't want to do this. I'm going to take a guess. I'm going to take a guess around episode like 150. So damn near 200 episode episodes ago, back when me and Kyler did it, when we started getting some traction, I was like, we should get merch or whatever. And I got, I went on like custom ink or some website where you can get like shitty merch made. And I ordered 50 t-shirts and I actually have one of them. Uh, so, you know, like the, th- you know, like people get like jerseys framed and stuff like that. Yeah, uh-huh. I have I have one of those type of frames, and I have one of the shirts in it because it was like the first you know merch. So I was like, that's a oh. cool cool moment in time. And I had like fifty shirts made, and that was the very first time that we did merch, and we sold them all. But I only sold them for like ten bucks. I don't even think I got, I think I don't even think I made my money back on it because I had to give Kyler one. 
Uh, I had to give Kyler's dad one because we were using the extra room in Kyler's house to do it. Um, I gave my dad one for helping me, you know, edit podcasts and episodes and stuff like that because I didn't know how to do it at the time. Um, so I ended up giving multiple away. So I don't even think I made my money back on it. But after that, I didn't do it again until not this past Valentine's Day, but the year after. So 2021 Valentine's Day, I did merch then. And then I did merch that summer. That Halloween, no, I didn't do Halloween, I did that Christmas, going into last year's Halloween, I mean, uh, last year's Valentine's Day, into the summer, into Halloween, into fall, going into this year's Valentine's Day, this summer, and now this fall and Halloween. So I've only had 10 merch drops, if that, 10, 10, 9, 10, 11, something like that, so not many, Uh, and 12 if you count the athletic stuff um yeah yeah but other than the very first time the second and the second the first valentine's day drop the first one with the shirts that me and kyler got i literally got on custom ink and just used like template fonts that they had in stored in their like system or whatever and like chose the color and stuff like that like non-creative just i just threw something together just to have it And then the second time, basically the same thing. I got on a website that had like custom fonts already made and I just sort of pieced stuff together, sort of like a, like a Photoshop, not a Photoshop thing, but you you, sort of like, oh, they had the template there already. I'm just going to use that and change some colors. Other than those two, every single thing that I've made since then, I have got on my iPad and I've drawn up myself, (laughs) all of it. Mm-hmm. Every single bit of it, I've drawn up myself, including the you know the the in the night normal podcast, the summer one with the triple stacked logo on the front, um, mm-hmm. the first summer one, uh, the Valentine's Day, the um, uh, it's not you, it's me, like all of that is from my fucking noggin onto an iPad, airdrop to a MacBook rasterized into a see-through format scaled to size to fit all sorts of you know different sizes of shirts and stuff mm-hmm. and then sent off and made at some warehouse where little chinese kids are probably working way too hard <laughs> <laughs> for me to go pick up from a dallas warehouse from an old white lady named karen or beth or whatever the fuck that girl's name is so I agree with you, Jordan. This isn't like a, you know, a, these aren't normal everyday things. This is months, months in the making when they come out to be sold in, you know, two, three weeks time period, especially the Halloween ones. The Halloween ones, you can only sell Halloween stuff in the month of October. Mm-hmm. So, and I've been working on the Halloween ones for a couple of weeks now. This, the, the idea sort of just popped into my head and I was like, I think I can do that. That's pretty easy. And I got it done. They came in today. I uh, sent the photo in the group chat of what they look like. They look absolutely I'm a, gorgeous. I'm a big fan of the triple black on black. I'm a yes, indeed. Yeah, I'm a big fan of that. Um, and then the fall ones that I've you know given out to uh, Riley because I don't really we don't really have a fall in Texas. Doesn't really happen. 
Like we get no. It's like hot as fuck, and then it's cold as shit out of nowhere. So yeah. there's like a two week time period where it's like 60, 50 degrees, which would be considered fall, mm-hmm. and then it's thirty two. Like that's it. <laughs> so I said that's why I put on the website fall slash winter because in Texas that's what we have. We have a fall slash winter. It's just that's just sort of how it goes. But yeah, yeah, that shit was annoying. How are you going to complain to me that someone else got something before you, and when I gave you the reason, it still wasn't good enough? I guess that goes to so you can't make everybody happy, huh? No, you cannot. No, that is that is the truth. Which is insane because I feel like I, <sighs> I'm out here giving shit out for free. Yeah, NYMP is for the people. <laughs> and and this this is the thing that kind of irks me the most. Um, niggas don't fucking comprehend that it's just you running the show as well. Yo, it's not like you have a fucking <laughs> team to do this shit when you're when you're not busy. That like, is true. Oh my god! Oh, that's, that's something that niggas just are too retarded to you know. People, I can't, I can't even describe to you how accurate that statement is. I can't, I cannot describe to you the the whole. Hey, Aaron, can I get a shirt? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure, absolutely. I see you all the time. Yeah, you can have one, nigga. Two days later, hey, where's my shirt at? My brother in Christ, let me let me go through the 77 boxes I have stacked in my bedroom because my office has too many boxes already. Let me go through all 470 items of clothing to find the specific color you want in your size. Not like I have, you know, five different colors with seven different sizing options for everyone. Let me just go nah. through it. They're not in on top. On, and on top of that, when I get them in, they're not individually packaged. They're all the stock. They're stacked in a box. I have to package them myself. I have, no, a, gi- I have a giant box of nothing but empty plastic bags, like clothing bags that I have to package these things myself in. <laughs> so <laughs> that's the most, uh, that's so accurate. That's so accurate. <laughs> Get off my man. It is <laughs> so accurate. People do fail to realize that, like, oh, hey, Aaron, you do this, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, you have everything together. Let me get a shirt tomorrow. <laughs> I'll, see you, I'll see you here tomorrow, 7 p.m. sharp. You I know, want, I want know, my niggas, shirt. Niggas are going to start coming up to Aaron and be like, hey, you that, you that merch nigga, right? Hey, let me get a medium by tomorrow. Good lord! <laughs> and then half of the time, no. What really? Oh, what actually bothers me more than that? This, this is what actually bothers me more than that. So recently, especially this year, I've really been on top of the merch stuff. Like I've had, you know, I had the summer stuff done early, and I gave it to y'all early so y'all could wear it around and make people see it. I have mm-hmm. I already have the fall stuff and Halloween stuff in. Like I'm done making stuff unless I want to do like some 
random things here and there. But as far as like the two lines that will be out for the you know upcoming in the rest of the year, I'm done. They're all finished. So I've really been on top of it. What bothers me more is when I take the time to get on top of things and like someone walks up to me at the gym and is like, hey man, can I, you got any of those black ones in like a medium left? And I go, yeah, for sure. I got some. Yeah. I'll put one in my car. You going to be here tomorrow? Yeah. All right, cool. <laughs> I show up to the f- fucking gym or wherever they're at, wherever I see them at, and then they're not there. That's fine. Oof. You know, that's not fine. That's cool. You know, things happen. Okay. And then the next day they're not there. And then the next day they're not there. And then the weekend comes and I don't see them because I don't do shit on the fucking weekends other than go to Choctaw with y'all. <laughs> yeah. And then next Monday comes and they're not fucking there. And a week and a half goes by and they're not fucking there. And then they want to show up on a random fucking Thursday at 6.37 p.m. And go like, hey man, you got my shirt? No, fuck dick. I don't. <laughs> I don't. I took that shit out. I sold that shit. Because your ass didn't fucking show up. Like, oh, damn. I'll be here tomorrow. Can you get me one? No. I'm. What? Oh. <laughs> that actually bothers me more. Because that happens, that happens at the gym damn near once a week. I'll see someone that I see every three weeks. And they'll go, man, Aaron, I can't get no shirt. You could, if you showed up where you said you were going to be, you could, you really could. <laughs> you don't want to be great. Who don't carry the boats? <laughs> <laughs> he locked in. Who don't he carry the boats? In, You're not huh? carrying them. And I'm mm. not carrying them for you. <laughs> they don't want to carry the logs. It's, okay. un- it's unreal. It's actually crazy. That That actually happens. That actually has been happening. That happens more now than the whole, hey, Aaron, can I get a shirt? Hey, Aaron, can I get a shirt? Hey, Aaron, can I get a shirt? I get more of the, yeah, can I get a shirt? Yeah. All right, cool. I'll see you tomorrow. All right, cool. Disappears for three and a half months. Damn, Aaron, where my shirt? <laughs> Yo, my brother, it's a whole new season. I'm making long sleeves now, dude. That shit gone. <laughs> that shit is gone. Uh, you right. still got that Valentine merch? <laughs> If someone asked me if I had any of that, I'd I'd have I'd have no choice to either kick them in the nose or like Mike Tyson their ear. I don't know. I'd have no choice. I'd have no choice. That's it's actually unbelievable. It's actually crazy. Dude. When I have these conversations, I really question why I, how I ended up in this career path I really do I really not, yeah I really do it's a the very if someone would have told me five years ago like hey Aaron you, you're gonna have a podcast in five years that a lot of people listen to and you're gonna have your own line of merch <laughs> that people like to wear and want I'd be like yeah shut the fuck up dude I don't want to do that shit <laughs> there's no way there's no way but here I am out here entertaining for the masses. Love it. Love it. I either want this podcast to become extremely popular or actually flop. I don't want the in between. I don't I do not want to be exactly where I'm at right now because right now I'm in a good spot for where I like for how I do it. I'm by myself. I don't ask for like ad revenue because of the whole video job. 
I make, you know, I do the whole merch order myself, the designs. I do everything by myself. I don't want to be here. I either want it to, I want me to want myself to say something totally cancelable and make me the most hated person on the planet, or I want this thing to blow up to the point where I'm at the YouTube awards getting a, an award for the most popular podcast because that means at that point I have so much money I can design it and then send it off to someone else and have the rest of my team worry about that or hey you can have designers you can have your own designers exactly that's come what I'm different saying. designs come to you like how you feel about this design exactly exactly yep. I, I those are the only two options that are available for me <laughs> I don't that's all I want. Either this thing to be absolutely terrible and me go, you know what? It's over. Or this thing absolutely go nuts and me make so much money that I can just afford to hire a full team to do basically everything for me. Because this whole, hey, Aaron, can I get a shirt? Uh, oh, I'm going to set a slur. <laughs> <laughs> You've hanging out with Debbie too much. Boy, Debbie sometimes beyond one. Some not sometimes, all the time. Him and Chris. Oh. It's always funny to me that because him and Chris are the most two slur racist heavy people. Joke wise, they're not really racist guys. They're not racist. Yeah, no, they're not. They're not. But they're the most two slur heavy people I know. And they claim, you know, Debbie claims to, you know, not be any. They're so alike, it's unreal. Yeah, that's why it's funny. It's actually that is, pure entertainment. I'm not going to lie. Saturday night was a night. Saturday night was a night because, yeah, it was. Him and Chris in the same. In the same Saturday night was <sighs> getting too Choctaw was a mess. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Y'all didn't have the, the struggle, that the full struggle that me and Cameron did. Because me and Cameron got all the way up to the light where we would normally turn in at to go to the the new parking lot cop had that cut off so we went all the way down to turn back around to get into the right hand lane so we could turn straight into it just for a cop to be cutting off the new parking lot then we're like okay we're just gonna go park in the front then people are like hey yeah you can't park here it's too full then i'm like fuck it i'm doing valet see a big ass sign that says valets only for onyx members and hotel guests oh shit we drive all the way down the road just for the person to be like hey Parking lot. This parking garage is also full. You got to go park on the west side of Choctaw Nation and walk two miles to get into this place. Yeah, me and Cameron. Yeah. Me and Cameron yeah. had a rough drive. Yeah, we almost, that was... we almost went through that same thing. Like <laughs> we we saw parking garage locked down. All right, cool. We kept going straight. Took a left to the the west parking side, and we was like, oh, maybe uh, front. We can park near front. Nope, it was a big ass line. So it's yeah. like Carson right in front of like a couple cops, bust a you. Yeah, that shit was rough. And, yeah, shit was real rough. Um, but okay. So I don't know how am I gonna how am I gonna start this off because I don't want to say like I can't really I can't really how do I say this without do it making people. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to think. All right. So <laughs> earlier tonight at the gym, right? Um, <laughs> we know a certain people. Uh, I know this. Is good. 
we know some certain peoples, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, person, certain personnel uh, that have Real. no filter. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> yeah, to put it lightly, um, and fuck it, I don't care. Earlier tonight at the gym, um, we're in the gym. Jordan and Cole, we were playing three on three. I come into the gym with Riley. She's sitting down. We're having a conversation. Uh, you know, typical night at the gym. Um, this certain somebody, <laughs> I'm not gonna say the name, but this certain somebody asks her. Hey, why are you here again? I could have swore I saw you earlier today when I got to the gym. Riley responds with, yeah, I just worked out. They go, why are you back? I didn't hear it all the way in it, in its entirety because I'm having another conversation. But I heard uh-huh. bits and pieces. And I'm pretty sure if I had to guess, she probably you know said, like, I'm getting some hoodies from Aaron. I just came to hang out and talk. You know, what she normally does. Literally what she's done for the past, like, two weeks now. Uh-huh. And I don't know what was said directly after that or what she said directly in response. All I know is that I heard someone say, why the fuck are you here? You're acting. <sighs> Basically, in short versions called said a word called her a name slash derogatory term that you should not be saying to her and then she jokingly responded with well maybe i'll just go home and then the response she got after that was yeah you should go fucking home jesus and then another person added on yeah just take your ass home (laughs) no no, that's and that's over she two. she got up and was very very upset and she left. Now, mind you, this is not the first time this has happened. No, this happened <laughs> literally. We had a conversation about it. Chris did it to her. We had an episode about it. <laughs> we had an episode about it. This literally happened to her last week. Now. If you don't like somebody, that's cool. You know, I ain't got no problem with it. People don't like me. <laughs> Probably because I am who I am. I'd be mad at me too. Especially if you're my age and you're working in a factory. Niggas hate. <laughs> <laughs> but there's just certain things that you just don't say. Right. You might be thinking it, but you just don't say it. And mind you, I had a conversation with this person afterwards because months and months and months and months and months ago, that's a way too many months, months ago, I had the same conversation with this person because they used to do that shit to Jalen. Now, here comes a problem. I'm much closer to Jalen and better friends with Jalen than I am with Riley. I think everyone knows this. So what in the fucking world makes you think I won't have the exact same fucking response if you did it again? 
come on now. Like, if you think something, that's cool. That's fine. Everyone's entitled to their opinion. Even though your opinion's fucking wrong, you can have one. But you can't say it. You can't say it. I just... And I have no problem with... Actually, that's not true. I have a giant problem with it, actually. It actually irritated me. I was actually actually mad like i drove home angry like it actually bothered me because like there's think about it <clears throat> riley is getting ready to colby you've been in school for a year already and you uh, and you maneuver different so riley is getting ready to go off to school and Colby, where do you, you go to SFA, right? Yeah. What is that, like three hours away from here? Three and a half, yeah. Three and a half, four hours away. That's a, you can yeah. drive that. Say, for instance, you got homesick. You can drive that. You can drive that in the mm-hmm. night, just spend the night at home. Weekend. Yeah, exactly. And then go back to school on Monday, and it's not going to, you know, be overbearing. Yeah. Riley is not going to a close school. <laughs> She's going very far away. She does not have the option to go, hey, you know what? I'm homesick. I'm going to go home over the weekend. (laughs) It's not an option. So when you really think about, and granted, this person didn't know this, but at the same time, you never know what people are going through. So, you know, always be tentative with what you say, especially, you know. You could always read a room. Always read a room, absolutely. And granted, you know, you really couldn't read it on, on, on her face. Like, it's not... I'm not putting fault on either of them for not, you know, for the person not knowing this. And I could be wrong. I'm just like sort of going off the top of my head that what makes the most sense to me. But she's going to a school that's multiple, you know, very far away. Uh, This is probably the first time that she'll be away from home for a prolonged period of time, you know, away Mm -hmm. from everybody that she knows. Mm hmm. She just, uh, she was supposed to come to Choctaw with us over the weekend, but she went and saw a bunch of her friends that she, you know, that she knows and stuff like that because she's literally leaving in like a week. Damn, she an op. She didn't even want to hang out with the boys. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. You know what, Riley? You know what, Riley? I had hope for you, man. I thought we was close like that. This is crazy. Damn, Riley. <laughs> <laughs> so she goes to see them over the weekend. Because, you know, she won't be able to see them for a very long time. She's probably in right. the process of getting stuff ready to move. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of stress just in in the move to college. Just on, you know, just on that. Then you factor yeah. in the thought of, oh, I'm not going to be close to home. Oh, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be around anyone I know. Like, it's a whole new, yeah. it's a whole new life. That's a lot to, that's a lot to, like, bear. I, and... You know, that's just a lot. So on top of yeah. that, now she's at the gym or at a place where she's friends with a bunch of people, people that she feels comfortable with. And then this person is going to tell her that she shouldn't be there, that she <laughs> should leave. Like, yo, calm the fuck down. And I, I'll I'll say I'll say something real quick, but. Um, it's nothing, it's nothing against her, um, at all. I promise that. But, um, I, I, I noticed something when I was 
I say when I was younger, like I'm fucking old as shit, but when I was in high school, I tend to always hang around older upperclassmen. Yeah. Because I was always involved with varsity sports or, you know, band or some shit, some form of activities. And I was always around older people. So that was just my crowd. But I would, you'd, you'd stick with the older crowd. Or older crowd, and when you're young, you fucking you mold yourself around older people. Yeah, and when when somebody older than you that you I don't know that you respect or that you find as a friend says some shit to you, and even though it might be joking, you hang on to that shit. That's yeah, shit it hits. Yeah, it hits like different. a motherfucking yeah. smoke smell. Like shit, shit lingers, bro. Real shit. Yeah, I agree. And it's not even that Riley and this person are, like, really close. Like, they are in – they have conversations because of the proximity of our friends. So, like, we all know this person – these persons, sorry. And she knows us. So, coherently, they're at some point going to cross paths, especially at the gym where we're at, you know, every day for a full week. At some point, it's going to yeah. happen. So inherently, they're going to, you know, cross paths and have a conversation or two, something like that. And it's not even always, you know, a full conversation about like, you know, how's their day, blah, blah, blah. It's sort of like, you know, what's up or, oh, you know, what did, what did you lift today? You know, very casual couple sentence, couple question conversation, and then they move on. So mm-hmm. it's not even like they're super friendly, but it's just the fact that out of nowhere, she got bombarded by two people that she sees and knows of pretty regularly and got mm-hmm. absolutely damn near attacked for her just being in a gym. And I, you know, I said something, I said something to this person about it and I don't know if they felt bad or not. I couldn't tell. It's very, <laughs> to be honest, it's really hard to tell. I don't know. Like I feel like yeah. I feel like they were, but at the same time, I wouldn't be surprised if I show up to the gym tomorrow, and they were just like, "Oh, fucker, I don't care." It wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me either way. I hope that they felt bad because they should. But going into what I said earlier, how I felt bad, mm-hmm. I felt bad because it's gonna sound a little strange. I don't know how to word this. So when she walked out of the gym. I knew what was about to like become of that. Yeah. I knew that she, you know, she's, she's a young girl. She's emotional. I'm not, ain't no digs at you, Riley. I'm just saying, that's just how the world be. That is, I'm not even, I'm not even going to dog like real shit. You can't take that offensive either. Cause that is literally factual. That's it's just, just how you're, that's just, that's just you. I, mean, I ain't got no, I ain't got no problem with it. Like it's a character trait. It's biology. It's biology. Like, this is a character. It's, it's a personality slash character slash biological trait. Real shit. It's just, it's just sort of the way of life. Um, <laughs> yeah. But I felt bad because when she walked out, I knew what was about to happen. I knew that she was going to go outside and be upset, and you know, hold on to that. I knew that. I should have. I should have walked outside after her at that moment to make sure that she was all right. I should have. But for some reason, 
in my head, I was like, if I go do that, then the same person that made her upset is going to have some stuff to say to me when I get back inside. And I don't feel like dealing with that. And then when I got in the car, whenever I went home, on my way home, I was like, damn, I really let my ego get in the way of going to make sure that someone I'm friends with is okay. That is unbelievable. Like, that shit is not okay. I was like, damn, I'm a fucking dickhead. Granted, I did I did message her. Uh, I sent her a couple messages to, you know, tell her that I had a conversation with him and I let him know that shit wasn't cool and I'm not going to let that slide. Um, But nonetheless, I feel like looking retrospectively, I should have probably just went on with my gut reaction and been like, oh, I'm going to go outside real quick. But, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, can't change nothing. Real shit. So, I don't know. It was a very odd... A very odd, very odd night. And then Mike, fucking at the gym, Mexican Mike that works the front, he was like, yeah, it's because it's, it's a full moon. I was like, yo, shut the, f- shut, the, shut the fuck moon? up. Shut the fuck up. What the fuck? He's very she into, he's very into Ash. You think she's a werewolf or something? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? No, he's very, he's, uh, Mike's super, I like Mike. He's super into the whole astrology stuff. Which is funny because I never I've never met a guy really into astro- like into astrology stuff. This is the first time yeah. this has ever happened to me before. Dude told me one time I think <laughs> this was weeks ago actually when uh, me and um, a certain somebody were in communications all the time. You guys know yeah. who, you guys know who I'm talking <laughs> about. <laughs> uh, uh, he was like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Y'all are both water signs, and I was like, what? What is that? What do you mean? He goes. She's an Aquarius. You're a Cancer. No, what is an Aquarius? Is that an animal? He goes, no, nah, it's just a sign. And I went, okay. <laughs> and he goes, you're a crab. Water. And I was like, well, I, I know crabs live in the sea. I got that. I'm not stupid. <laughs> what is this? I'm confused on what's going on. He goes, y'all mean, it means y'all, you meld really well. And I was like, okay. And he goes, that also means you hold on to things. And I went, what are you talking about, dude? Like for like for real, I'm I'm gonna have a brain aneurysm. What the hell are you talking about? And he goes, when people do you wrong, you're like a little crab. You pinch them and you hold on to it and you don't let them go. And I went, okay. I don't know if that's accurate or not. I don't think it is. <laughs> you know what? Hey, uh, yeah. you. I kind of did a little research into that stuff, right? Okay. I don't think it's too far off, man. I don't, I don't think. I, I think, think it's kind of. Oh no, we lost another one. We lost another. I don't know one. I lost. It's just I've kind of I've kind of used it as like a little riz tech like oh, tactic. I forget. I forget. You go to a school all white women. My fault. Oh my gosh, <laughs> that is true. <laughs> nah, but what you're saying? You you've been doing research. Uh, the the signs sometimes like not the signs but like the the traits sometimes match up with like. All right, so here we go. I'm about to. Yes, I'm yeah. about to. I'm about to read this. I'm an Aquarius. I forget that. All right, the positive traits of a Cancer. The typical Sun. What is how, I, this? Another thing that bothers me. Okay, so people have been talking about the Zodiac shit for like. I feel like it's really popped off in the last like f- five, six years. At first, they were like, "Oh, you're a Cancer. This is why you're do. This is why you do this. Oh, you're a Taurus. This is why this." 
Then out of nowhere, like a year or two ago, people are like, well, I'm an Aquarius sun, moon rising with when the when Mars is in retrograde. But normally I'm just a Taurus with Mars and Jupiter being in a line and the sun is halfway black. Like, what the fuck what? does that mean? <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> what does this mean? What does that mean? <laughs> I don't know why this sounds like a complicated ass math problem. I mean, like, I'm, a, I'm like, a cancer. I'm a cancer when the moon is full, but sometimes when the moon is half bright, when this, you know, sometimes when the sun is out, but you can also see the moon. I feel <laughs> I, I'll be a Scorpio. Like, no, Yo. it doesn't work that way. I don't think I could be wrong. I don't yeah. know anything about it. Yeah, I'm a horse whenever the winter solstice begins. Yep. <laughs> like sometimes I'm a cancer, so you know I'm a crab. But sometimes when the moon and Jupiter align, I shed my skin and I become a snake. <laughs> <laughs> like, what does that mean? I, I, I shed my skin and mold into a lizard because I'm just a transformed blue person. Yeah, yeah. Like, That's, oh yeah. Sorry, it's because I'm an Aquarius. Silly me. Yeah. Oh my gosh. This is so funny. It is so funny. The Times of India. Of course, this is the website that tells me. Uh, cancer. No, so the fourth zodiac. Oh, here we go. This is what I was looking for. Positive personality traits for cancers. This should be interesting. Cancer natives. Natives. This the the first two words have confused me already. Um. I'm from Cancerland. Is that what that means? <laughs> anyway, uh, cancer natives are persistent individuals. Okay, um, I feel like I'm a little persistent. Uh, cancer natives hold a lot of gentleness. I, I, can't, I mean, I guess. Okay. Cancer cancer natives are quite a homemaker and family person. That's crazy because I'm in my <laughs> late twenties and I don't believe in that. Anyway, <laughs> something's wrong. Either they're wrong or I'm broken. Um, cancer natives are very dedicated. Okay. Cancer natives are very adjusting in the nature. So I'm like, Bear grills. What the fuck? What does that mean? We bear grills over this motherfucker, man. Steve Irwin. You're the reincarnation, Those are the positive personality traits. Negative personality traits are cancer natives are very uncertain at times. Okay. No. Uh, cancer natives get very irritable quickly. I think y'all know me very much, very well. <laughs> I think I've maybe been irritated or mad maybe two times in the prolonged period of time I've known y'all. Uh, yeah. Cancer natives well, are suspicious. Not really. I just don't care. Um, cancer natives are unpredictable more often. Okay. Those are so vague. Like, it's so vague. It, that could literally be anybody. What? Huh. It's going, this is... Cancer natives are the fourth zodiac sign holder. That means they are high, highly influenced by the moon, making them very much diligent about their personality traits. They are quite yeah, bound. Yeah, it's a full moon tonight. That's why I'm feeling like this, dog. Damn, I should have known. I should have stayed in my house all night. I should have stayed in my. I should have. I should have stayed in the crib all night. The moon was full. You, you, you didn't tripping. know a. You know, star a thirty one was aligned with star uh, b seventy two. I didn't. Like, I didn't know that. I didn't know Mars was. 
fifty fifty grinding Jupiter, whatever the fuck they say. I don't know. <laughs> Typically, they attempt to get in their way by being gentle, but if that doesn't succeed, they're willing to re- retaliate against anything or anyone that's causing them pain. Okay, so I'm petty. Yeah. Accurate. I made a, I made a whole gym. I made a whole gym maintenance crew line just because they had the thought of banning us. Yeah, bro. Remember the Iron Knight with over. Yeah, that is just yeah, it's, a different level of pettiness. That, yeah, the Iron Knight with the, the knight helmet that's lesser than NYMP. Yeah, that one's fire. <laughs> that one's actually <laughs> that one's fire. I like that shirt. Yeah, it was. It was. I'm waiting for the release. That one's actually that idea. Just, I forgot how I even thought of that, but it was funny. Uh, it was uh, when he asked, he's like, "If you ever need some ideas, you know, just let me know." Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Cancerians. Oh, that's what I'm called. I'm a Cancerian, born between June 21st and July 22nd, and belong to the zodiac's water element. Water strong. Water signs are strong and dramatic, and they often highly intuitive and caring. They get people. All right. All right. And parenting instincts. That's crazy. Me and Kelly do get along, though. Hey. Shout out to the nigga it's Kelly. <laughs> That's my dog. You know, someone had the nerve to walk up to me today at the gym and go. Damn. You want to be a big brother. <laughs> someone, a woman walked up to me today at the gym. Uh, I know her. We went to school together, I think. Uh, she look a little different. Um, that sounds crazy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we went to school together. Uh, she walked up to me. So on Saturday, I think it was Saturday, me, Debbie, and Carson mm-hmm. went to the gym. And they said they were going to be there at 630. So I showed up at 640 because they're always late. Because you showed I, up at 30. Exactly. I messaged them in the group and I told them they were there. I was there. Carson goes, I'll be there in a minute. I'm scrolling through TikTok. And I was like, a oh, fucking course. <laughs> and then Debbie goes, I got the bubble guts. And I went, you damn lactose intolerant oh. black person. Um, <laughs> so I was like, fuck it. I'm going to go inside and start my workout. Well, I got inside and there were people hooping. And uh, they were like, hey, Aaron, do you want to play a couple games? We only need one to make fives. And I was like, yeah, I got time. You know, I had time. I knew they were going to be late. So I got a time to couple run a couple games. So while we're playing, somehow or another, I got put on a team with me, Josh, the guy that has the hair of Trey Young, um, (laughs) the dad, the son, and some random dude that was like 6'8". Don't know how this team got put together, but Uh it shouldn't have been assembled. We were an Avengers level threat. Like, it was pretty pretty bad. Um, So halfway through the, the third game, I wasn't playing for real. We're going down on offense. I see Tatum and Kelly leaving, and Kelly sees me, and he waves. <laughs> so I wave back because me and Kelly are cool. And then he comes yeah. into the gym real quick. So, you know, I have a little conversation with him. Me and him talk for a minute. That sounds crazy. Like, I had a conversation with an adult. My man is four <laughs> years old. Um, <laughs> but, being, you know, he told me about Spider-Man and stuff, and I was like, cool. You know, that's awesome. Yeah. And uh, told me how he went to the ocean and, you know, four-year-olds just be talking. They yeah. just say things. So, I'm, you know, I'm sitting there. We're having a conversation back and forth. And then me and Tatum start talking. And then she says, bye. I was like, all right, bye. Walk up to Kelly. He slapped me in my thigh very aggressively for some reason. 
um, <laughs> then said bye. Then they leave. Well, while I'm there, they're the one of the women, the woman that's talked to me today. She's also in the gym at this time on Saturday. Well, fast forward to today where <laughs> I'm sitting down and she walks up to me and she goes, Hey, was that little kid? Was that, was that your son? And I went, the white eye, the white skin, blonde hair, blue eyed baby. <laughs> no, that wasn't my child. And she goes, no, the, the, the girl, she was pregnant. Is that, you better have a kid. And I went, <gasps> absolutely fucking not. <laughs> that, absolutely fucking not. That's young, that's oh young boys. Goodness. That's young boys, son. <laughs> That's a, that, 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 that's nine oh three young that's, boy. That's that's, that's little beanie. Lil Bean boy. Yeah. You gonna come out dripped out? I'm not gonna lie to you. Mm. A couple weeks ago, I was uh. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all are gonna laugh at this. It's funny. So a couple weeks ago, I was leaving the gym and Tatum was working the front, and I asked her, mm-hmm. and I went. I have to know. Mind you, I yeah. told Emily I was going to ask her this before she Tatum walked up. And Emily goes, no, don't ask her that. That's that's weird. And I went, I have to know. I have to know. So I was like, hey, Tatum, I have a question for you. And she goes, what? <laughs> I went, I'm not going to say the person's name, obviously. I'm not out here trying to out people. But I went, when... You and Young Boy, not not NBA Young Boy, NYMP listeners, we just call this guy Young Boy. I'm gonna stop saying that. I'm when you <laughs> and when you and this certain person, uh, when this certain person impregnated you, <laughs> was he wearing was he wearing his beanie? <laughs> and the look she gave me, she goes, <laughs> the look she gave me was. <laughs> The most downright disgusted look, and then she goes, "Yes." Oh. <laughs> and I went, "The whole time, the whole time." And she Lord. goes, "Well, for the first like th- first half." And I went, "What did you oh. just like fall off? That shit don't fall <laughs> off. Nigga play basketball all day. It don't. It never comes off." <laughs> I'm convinced it's glued or like stapled in. I don't know how. It's like a yarmulke. It just doesn't move. It's like a, it's like a spice sense. Like, hey, he's playing basketball. Fill up. Boom. It's Beam unbelievable. Boom. Put it back on. And I go, when he impregnated you, did he wear the beanie? She goes, yes. And I went, the whole time? She goes, like half of it. And I went, did you take it off or did he take it off? What? <laughs> she goes, I don't remember. She goes, I don't remember actually. And I went, I know it was you. There's no way he took it off. He's not willingly taking that thing off. There's no You're way. Oh, shit. And I went, so after, he put it back on? <laughs> like, ah, job's finished. Long day at work. <laughs> put the beanie back on. <laughs> and she goes, yes. I went, so my man's went to sleep in that thing? Every night. And I went, this is insane. Is actually That's actually crazy. <laughs> Hey. hey man dedication right there dude. If oh fuck damn <laughs> hey edit, you get it 107 <laughs> this man this man out here taking a page out of my book mm. <laughs> yeah. out here 
out here. I don't people, man. All right. Mm. So 107. <laughs> so <laughs> it's like 107. <laughs> Fuck. If homie ever made his own line of merch, it has to have like the beanie on it. It's only you have to make an NYMP beanie. Oh, nigga. I have to. Nigga. That's 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 lifetime that's a lifetime like partnership. That, only way <laughs> especially the, the baby beanie. Oh, there's no way that baby's not being born with a beanie on. Like without a beanie the on. The only way he gets it is if you get to put it on and take the other one off. <laughs> <laughs> that would be that'd be like a crowning moment. That's like the monkey doing the thing on Simba. Like holding mm. Simba up. That's on par with that. That's hilarious. Yep. That would be insane. That would be if he said yes if he said yes to that, I would need it on video. I would need like a whole camera crew. Yeah. Spotlights, circle of life playing. No, I don't want to switch it up. But I'm going to keep it to, with the Lion King theme. Don't Let the Sun Go Down on Me by Elton John. Mm. Be fire. <laughs> hey, you know what? You know what, Aaron? I'm going I'm to rebuttal on something you said earlier about, you know, saying, saying something that might get you, you know, answered or saying something, you know, that might get you respected. But I'm about to say something. Just because I'm fucking angry, you know? All right, yeah. Mm. So what the fuck and are you angry for? <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't get a chance to talk about it the other day. Cause that's what, but we need to, we need to, and I can't, I can't, this is why I'm saying we and not other people, but we need to stop going back to shit in the past. Okay. Because some, some I've noticed, even on my part, is that I'm hella, hella stuck up on some shit. Okay. The worst thing, the worst thing about the past is to get stuck up on is a person. Accurate. A person I agree. being stuck in your fucking mind, rent-free, is literally the most poisonous shit in the world. Mm. I would agree. So, the reason the reason I'm bringing this up is because, and don't get me wrong, don't get me wrong. I respect women. I love y'all. Y'all are, y'all are the queens of this earth. That's gonna be crazy. <laughs> but okay. y'all, but y'all, first of all, and don't get me wrong, because men do it too, and I'm about to get on somebody's ass for doing it. Uh oh. But Uh-oh. y'all need y'all need to stop fucking with y'all's exes. Oh, I know where this is going. Because, because, listen, 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 and this isn't this isn't just a one sided thing. Like, oh, you need to stop fucking with the exes, blah blah blah. No, it's a whole, it's a whole entree, it's a whole meal. I'm finna eat. One second, listen. give me two before you start. Give me two <laughs> seconds. One second. Ah. Oh no! Ow! Oh, you're gonna find demons. <laughs> Alrighty, let's see here. Damn, what the fuck? Alright, I've returned. I've returned. 
I got it. I got it from my fucking desk, and my crock got caught on the wire of the microphone. <laughs> pulled the microphone off the table. I caught it with my left hand, and then when I put it back on the table, I knocked over the cup my twisted tea was in. Luckily, oh. it was empty, and then I caught that. Spider Man. I do have great reflexes, but that's neither, that's neither here or there. Jordan, let's hear it. Anyways, but the reason the reason I say that is because I have three instances on why this is a terrible idea. Case one, I'll do myself first. I do not believe in relationships. I have not for the longest time, ever since the last one I've got out of. Uh, I, I wouldn't say I don't believe in them. It's just that I have not been ready for one, right? Understandable. But yeah, in my time of being alone in my ownness in the streets, um, the crazy I've, way to I've put it. Tend, but all right. I've 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 tend to you know meet individuals, and you know once you come to hang around someone, and you know you appreciate their time. You you know, you tend to hang out more. So said, that is how it be. That is how it be. Shit, shit, kind of you know, shit kind of happens. Yep. And shit, you know, you know, shit happens. But something I, I get caught up on is that we we used, we had a we had like a mutual understanding. It was just like, well, that's that's things that I thought we had a mutual understanding, but it turned out she had feelings for me and. Mm. Because, of course, I'm I'm a hoe, but Ooh, okay, she she didn't like it, and now she's moved on, mm-hmm. and now and now I lost I lost my number one on my roster. Mm. So, How do I go so on my roster, sweetie? Me, the shit the shit's been eating at me for a minute. Okay, and and one thing. One thing I I can't stress enough is that is that this is not healthy. It's I, not at all. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, which, which brings me to my second point, and this comes from somebody that I've been acquaintance with for many years. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's not who you. It's not who you think. He's oh. coming next. Don't worry, oh. he's coming next. Oh, I, I knew he was going to eventually. Yeah, he's 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 the last. Save the best for last. But this other individual <laughs> tends to leech. I say leech. I'm leech is rude, a crazy but. way to put it. Yeah, it's a, he, he leech. Is, leech is the on. technical way of saying blood sucker. <laughs> like he tends to to suck on to literally everything from the past, and it's fucking insane that I've watched him step out of high school. And literally take every single step to go back. Mm. And what I mean by that is surrounding himself with individuals that have had never caused any positive vibes, anything good for his life, except fucking drama and other fucking bullshit. That sounds about right. Mm -hmm. Mind you, he hangs out with this girl that he claims is his friend, which I, to the world of me, I still have yet to fucking understand. But that mm-hmm. same individual claims to be, or I mean, that same individual that is his friend 
is my ex. <laughs> so, so now I'm in a position to where I can no longer put my trust in said person because of who he decides to interact with. Mm-hmm. So this is not this is my case B. You start fucking around in the past and start fucking up on shit, and you don't you don't realize that you fucking you in a mut you in a rut and you can't get out because you're just digging yourself deeper. Mm-hmm. You you're not trying to escape and expand and spread your seed and go over places. You're trying to stay in the same fucking town that you fucking were born in and it's it bothers me spreading your it, seed is it, a crazy it, it, <laughs> it is wild yeah crazy metaphor but all right <laughs> what just happened uh, jordan are you talking jordan this man disappeared this man got like the, the hatred just consumed him. He just what happened? To him? <laughs> Jordan, leave the Discord and come back if you can hear me. Oh. This man literally he didn't even This man literally disappeared. Well, hopefully mm. Jordan comes back. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I was really ho- I was really waiting for. I'm message him in the. Yeah. Message me in the group chat real quick. He had me on. He had me there. It was like I was invested. Me too. Damn it. Yeah. Yeah. Got to make 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 another edit. Damn it. I'll leave this part <laughs> in. It's funny. Uh, yeah. So uh, it's a little intermission. I hope y'all, your day's damn. going well. I hope, damn, I was I was invested. I wanted to hear what the fuck he had to say. He was on a roll. <laughs> oh, he was cooking. He, he was. was. Can you, can you oh, oh, there he there is. is. There he is. I'm back. Where, where'd you? Where did I? Where did I end up? Uh, you were talking um, about um. Uh, this this guy uh, this fella is uh this person friends with your ex. Friends with yeah, friends with your ex. Uh, you can't put your trust in a uh, person because of who they hang out with. God damn! I said so much. I don't. God damn. Anyway, <laughs> my, my my what I'm summarizing from that is that now because somebody is stuck on the past and wants to surround them sit, surround themselves with the same toxic ass bullshit, now they've lost a true friend. Yeah. Right. And <laughs> and that's that that's what I wanted to summarize is that you want to surround yourself with motherfuckers who are only trying to improve themselves rather than dig themselves in a deeper hole and stay in the same fucking bullshit ass dirty time they you know grew up in anyways to my third and final point <laughs> which <laughs> uh, i love my brother so much i mean i just adore him and i want nothing yeah. but the best for him that's my boy but god damn god damn it <laughs> <laughs> i mean some i say sometimes but every fucking time I, I, I get a sense of it or I get a whiff of it. I just want to take his head off his fucking neck because of because I I know what this motherfucker is capable of. I know it. And I know he deserves the fucking world. And these hoes in Grayson County are not worth his fucking time. I agree. And he, I agree. He's stuck. He's stuck. And I can't get him out. 
and I, I, I yeah. it drives it you crazy me. because I me. the other day he messaged me and we had a little convo, a little convo about it. I pulled up to his job. He wasn't even there yet. I thought he was. Mm. I got there 45 minutes before he did. I talked to his manager and when he came in, I told him I had a conversation. I was like, yo, stop this shit. <laughs> stop it. Stop it right now. Like, like in e- in either case, in either case, because there's really a top two. Oh uh, yeah, there is. They're they're. Uh, Let yeah. me chill out. Let me chill out. No, I I know what you're about to say. I know what you're about they're to say. Very, very, very not good people, and I, I just I love him so much, and I care for him so much, and it, it hurts me to see him surround himself with yep, that. Yep, I agree. And I, I agree. Was, more stress and anxiety in his life that he does not need. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I want to say, I want to say, this this is why I say do not hang on or latch on to the past because it is a bitch. But once, once you try to heal, that's when these motherfuckers come back. I agree. I 100% you gotta agree. You got to stay 10 toes down. Keep that door locked. Throw away the key. Burn that bitch if you have to. I don't care. But I swear to God, I swear to God, there, there's there's not there's not a fucking there's not a fucking book. There's not a book of of a million or infinite pages that you can read out of to tell a motherfucker, or you know, or of responses to you know help a motherfucker when they're hurt from a person that they keep going back to. And you know what? You know what, god damn it? This shit is bullshit. <laughs> this shit is utter bullshit. No, My I, man deserves better. I 100% agree. And I... Rec- yeah, you guys know. Uh, recently, uh, <laughs> you know, and I... I used to be that person. I used to be our brother in Christ. The one that you just talked about. Yeah. And this recent, um, uh, how do I put this? This recent um, encounter encounter (laughs) made me realize, it's going to sound super cocky. It's going to sound super arrogant. It made me realize who the fuck I am. (laughs) Mm. Like, I was, how do I... How do I word this? Because I don't know if they this person listens to these anymore. I hope not. <laughs> I really hope not because what I'm about to say only is going to be directed at one person. And uh, if they listen to it, they'll know I'm talking about them. Um, but that's fine. They don't listen to it anyway. I used to be our brother in Christ um, that we all know very well. I used to be that person. And then this recent encounter made me realize there's no point in being this person and being that person. Much to what Jordan just said, it's very unhealthy. It's a very unhealthy state of mind. And what made me realize it was, I don't know exactly what made me realize it, but... I realized at at a certain moment, I got a certain uh, message that sort of just made me go, hold on. 
if anything, if anything, Jordan, are you still here? Yeah. Cool. If anything, I'm not the one who missed out. Because when you really break it, when you really break it down and think about it, I'm in, I'm, I'm not 30, not even, not 30, not in my, you know, ages where you're supposed to be slowing down and trying to settle things and all that stuff. I'm in my 20s still. I have my own business that does Mm -hmm. very well. Mm -hmm. I work for myself. You know, I make, you know, I don't have a set job or schedule to do whatever, you know, that I have to clock in and do things every day. Mm -hmm. I, I'm not a big partier, you know, you know, you know, doing things I'm probably, you know, shouldn't be doing. I have no children. I have no baby mamas. I have no previous, like, you know, crazy. There's one, but they don't live here. So it's cool. There's, you ain't got to worry about them. They don't live here. But there is no, you know, crazy person from my past that they they have to worry about that or that anyone has to worry about. Mm-hmm. And when it comes to what this person wanted, literally, easily, could have been me. I'm a rarity. I'm just going to be honest. I say, for instance, I'm talking to a person and they are moving to Los Angeles. Okay. That's no problem. What about the long distance, Aaron? I know that's not a thing. I can literally get up and go whenever you wanted me to. And on top of that, I know people, my brother lives in Los Angeles, and I know a couple other people in Los Angeles that know Mm -hmm. the ins and outs of things to do. Obviously not the touristy things, but, you know, things to do. There's no issue. So once I realized that when something of that nature that, you know, of a where a situation where I could hold on to the past pops up in my life. I now from now on will sit there and go, why am I thinking about this? Yep. I'm going to be good. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be good for a while. Yep. I don't. I ain't gotta worry about it. I don't. I don't have. I don't have the. I don't have normal people problems, which is a crazy statement. Being, <laughs> but I. I just genuinely don't. Hey, yeah. I don't work every day. Hey, Aaron, you busy this weekend? Yeah, I'm busy. I got a wedding from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Oh, ain't no big big deal. We wanted to go out, you know, later on that night anyway. Cool. No one gets married on a fucking Sunday. Unless you're weird. Yeah. <laughs> I literally... <sighs> one thing one thing I can say I've noticed as well, and I, I get this from my mother because she's a grief recovery specialist, is that I mean, grief is grief is everywhere. And it's the smallest shit. But it still affects a motherfucker. Like, oh yeah, motherfuckers. Grief is oh, I, I lost my dog or I lost a brother or anything. No, grief is anything. Grief can be if your parents get divorced and you're sad about that. Grief can be a heartbreak. Grief can be grief. Grief is a motherfucker. It's a grief. It's going to be there. But one thing 
I noticed is that when I was in a relationship and I realized shit wasn't good, I, I sat there with myself for a long time and I asked myself if this relationship was benefiting me more than it was hurting me. And at the end of the day, I looked at myself and I'm like, damn, homie, like 19 years old. First of all, who the fuck says I have to be tied down to anything? And why would I want to be tied down to anything that that hurts me? Yeah. So when I broke off from that and the shit kept haunting me about, of course, you know, memories and shit like that. You know, you sit there. You you think about it. You accept it. You don't. Of course, you don't. You don't try to forget it. Of course, that I, I try to do that for a, a while. Is you try to forget shit. And you try to just ignore it. They ignore the feelings and shit like that. No, you embrace them, and then you just replace them with better ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is that is a one. Factual. Factual, because I can tell you, I can tell you literally. After after I got out of that shit and I got home, nigga, I was in my prime, in my prime. <laughs> yeah, I mean, not the prime. Shit's shit's ridiculous. But shit. but that's that is that is something that young people you do, and just like going back to going back to the whole Riley thing is that. And even I'm calling you young too, motherfucker. Don't don't act like I'm calling you old right now. But like, once you, I don't know what age you get to. Once like, shit just like it's just shit. You know what I mean? Because at this point, like, even in, at this age, you know, it is what it is. That's how that's how I see shit. But see, to not latch on to shit. Yeah, as, as, I don't know I don't, if it's a, you know what I mean. I don't know if it's an age. It, I mean, it probably is, it, but it might be so also I'm, like after a certain amount of experiences, you know, it sort of it sort of hits you, and you're just like, yo, what am I doing? I'm thinking that's what it is, right? Because I'm be honest, I'm almost the opposite of uh, of y'all right now. Like, I still care about people f- from the past. Like, I hope they like. When you, I guess I'm just a mad introverted person. So, I, if I'm talk to you or, or basically hanging out with you, that means I really care about you. Or, yeah. I really trust you. So, that means there's not a lot of people I even talk to throughout the day. So, I guess I'm usually getting stuck about things like someone from the past that I used to truly care about, I used to talk to almost every day. And that just like, Last year, I got down. I got put down so down bad. I, Damn! <laughs> uh, like in the early of the year, beginning of the year, man, it was bad. And then basically December, I was almost in a relationship with that same girl. Mm-hmm. But things didn't work out. Everything changed. But I like, I, I, I cannot I let go of people easily. I randomly, I, I mean, I feel like randomly. Like you have, you'll always yeah. have like random spurts. Like, um, yeah. you'll always have like, ra- I think that'll happen, but that'll happen like your whole life. It'll, it'll just happen, especially in a day and age of social media. Like, you know, I'll randomly hop on like Instagram or Snapchat and I'll see somebody's Snapchat story or Instagram post or Instagram story or whatever the case. Right. Yeah. 
and it's used to it's a person I used to talk to all the time or you know date it or whatever the case right it's somebody that I used to be really close with and now I'm no longer close with that person damn near don't talk at all mm-hmm. you'll have you'll randomly have that all the time like it happens to me constantly but not so much to the point where I'm thinking about them like a lot but at the at the moment <laughs> that I see them I'm like oh man I wonder how they're doing you know, I it's, like, yeah. it's, it's not even like some of these people I don't even see on social media. I just it's just a random thought comes to my head. It's like, oh, I wonder how they're doing. Yeah. Oh, I should probably, you know, hit them up. Say, hey, hey, what's up? How you doing? How you been? Yeah. Like a random trick, like something random, you know, not even yeah, something random triggering of that thought. Yeah, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Yeah, I think that I think that just is. I think that just happens, though. I don't think it happens for a reason. I just think it just sort of happens. Like, there's not a specific rhyme or reason why it happens. You know, someone, you could be walking down the fucking street or in the car or something like that and, you know, listening to a song and you're like, oh, I remember this one time me and this person listened to the song and it was funny or blah, 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 whatever. Then that instantly is going to make you go, I wonder how that person's doing. I haven't talked to that person in a long time. So I think that's going to happen for basically your entire life, unless you're a sociopath um, (laughs) and have just zero emotions whatsoever. But I think more so what Jordan was talking about and what sort of I talked about was like, like sort of holding on to like a holding on to the feelings that you had for that person, even even if they're like negative, even if you knew, even if you know it was never going to work out how you thought it was going to work out, holding on to the thought that you had while you were talking to that person or friends with that person or whatever. That in that moment in time, you thought they were. And it's those thoughts of like thinking about the sort of like forgetting all the negative stuff and only focusing on the positive things that do not outweigh the negative things. It's focusing on that because at some point you're going to remember the negative parts and go, oh, man, that you know, then you're not going to feel good about that either. So, yeah, no, that's that's exactly what I sometimes go through. Mm. Just I forget all about all the bad stuff that happened. Just think about the good. Yeah, I don't know. It's either yeah. I don't. I'm not a. You know, I'm not a psychiatrist or a scientist or anything. I do not understand how the human mind works. Um, but it could be an age thing. It could be a. It could be a. Uh, you know, so many instances thing. It could be just a. A random realization that happens to you on like a Tuesday morning when you wake up. You know, yeah. <laughs> I think at some point, it, like Jordan said, it just happens. And, um, luckily for me, uh, cause I'm a little, I mean, I'm a, a bit older than you, you both. It didn't, mm-hmm. those bad, I don't want to say bad cause that's like a harsh way of saying it, but bad instances didn't have, doesn't happen to me too often, but I don't know. Recently, uh, <laughs> I just realized like, yo, I'm me. I'm always going to be me and sort of swinging back on the Riley thing. Like, yeah, that shit happened, you know, which is crazy and it shouldn't have happened. And I feel terrible that it did happen. But if she was able to sort of sit back and say, say to herself, you know, like I like Riley, she's cool. Uh, if she was able to sit back and just sort of like reflect on what she's about to do, mm-hmm. I think it would change her perspective 
a lot quicker than it does take a lot of people, which is I'm about to be at a school, one of the, one of the more prestigious schools in the country, you know, one of the schools that a lot of people want to go to. I'm about to be at mm-hmm. one of the more prestigious schools in the country. I'm going to make a whole new set of friends that are all there trying to better themselves. And Riley's going to school to be a, uh, what is it called? An anesthesiologist. So sort of like that thought, an anesthesiologist make crazy bread. Like they make money, mm-hmm. they make bread. Yeah. So my way of thinking, and I can say that now because I'm already sort of, ha- I'm sort of already on that like pathway and I know, I know where I'm, I, you know, I sort of have in, in my head where I'm going to go or going to be, mm-hmm. but it didn't, it doesn't come, it doesn't come naturally. You sort of have to force yourself to think that sort of like a, I don't know, like a mantra or whatever. That sounds fucking stupid, but thinking of, yo, I'm about to be, I don't know how long you have to be in school to become an anesthesiologist. I'm, there's no way it's like a normal four year degree. Like, it's gotta be like a, <laughs> that's some school time for be at sure. least six years. But knowing if I'm in her position, knowing what I know, I'm about to be basically after I graduate and get a job, I'm about to be set for life. Yeah. These people that talk shit to me all the time or try to put me down and stuff, where are they going to be at? And I'm not saying all these people that sort of say harsh things to everybody, they're going to be fucking scrubs or nobodies. But majority of the people especially from this area, that's going to sound crazy, but majority of the people that come from this area or that live in this area do not turn out to be anything. Well, you can, it, and, uh. it, and it works that way for literally every type in every genre of a person. You know, I would, I went to Sherman high school, so I've had my fair share of run-ins with star athletes that probably could have done something in their you know, in their sporting craft, but being from this area, you get mixed in with the wrong people. These like, you know, fake gang bangers, whatever. And now you're trying to become a rapper at 32 years old with seven kids. Like that's dog. That shit ain't going to happen. I'm just being realistic. There's one out of every 2 million people that try to become a rapper, make it especially in those type of circumstances. So that's just my way of thinking. If I was in Riley's position, I would be at home going, yo, fuck that. Fuck that guy. But fuck him. Like (laughs) he got, he got, he has 11 years on me. (laughs) I have my whole life ahead of me. I like, fuck that guy. That's just my way of thinking. That's where I would be at. But I, it's easy to say that now, knowing what I know and how I think now. Probably at that time, you know, being that young, you don't. that's not your first thought. Your first thought is, what did I do to this person for, to make them, you know, act this way towards me? So, I don't know. It's a weird, it's a weird situation. That's how I look at a lot of issues in high school because being from or coming from LA and moving to this fucking podunk ass boy uh, what, um, is, what a switch up 
fucking prominently white fucking institution. Like most most issues, of course, I, I tweak the fuck out when the motherfucker, you know, would start tweaking out and being like, "Nigga this, nigga that." Yeah, I tweak the fuck. Out. But in in instances where somebody was like, "Oh, like you a bitch, you can't do shit, you ain't gonna be," shit. I'm like, first of all, nigga, you ain't never left the state of Texas in your motherfucking life. Second of all, nigga, you ain't never gonna leave Texas in your motherfucking life. I'd be surprised if you leave the town that you fucking grew up in, nigga. Second of all, I mean, third of all, I'm like, bro, I know what I'm going to do in my life. I know I'm not going to sit here and be content with or like be fucking stationary and just let shit come to me. I'm, I got to move. I have to be on my feet, bro. Like shit, shit like that, bro. And that whole, of course, I'm not, I, I can't bash on it too much because, well, Yes, I can. That whole small town shit, it gets fucking old, bro. One hundred percent old. And don't get me wrong, moving moving from fucking heavily populated to small town, it's a big change. The whole vibe at first is great. Everybody's friendly. Everybody knows each other. Yada yada yada. But that's what that's the fucking the double entendre about it is that everybody knows each other. Yeah, it's a blessing and a curse. It's yeah, a, it's like everybody in your shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, nonstop. When Niggas you, know shit about you before you even know about it. Yeah, when you figure, yeah, when I imagine like first moving to a place like that, you know, everyone knows each other. Everyone's so you know friendly. You know, everyone's cool, and then you realize, oh, it's like a double edged. It's like a double edged sword because everyone knows everybody. That means inherently everyone's going to know you. Everyone's going to know things that you do, and you mm. can't do anything about it. Yeah, so I agree. I agree with that. It's a very well put. Yeah, but I definitely, I definitely, and I, I always like because don't get I'm, I tell myself I'm not cocky, but I'm one of the cockiest motherfuckers that I know, solely because. I just love myself and I just know myself so much that I'm like, I'm just in tune. I'm locked in. You know what I mean? I know what you mean. I try. I I really try. I really do. I really tried to hide one of, I really tried to hide my, my like cocky personality because it's, it's a very off putting personality trait. A lot of people don't like that, especially in today's world. And I really, I really try. I really do. But Sometimes it just comes out. Sometimes it just comes out. <laughs> I, I really try to and that's not necessarily hide that part of myself, but sort of like the sort of just like sort of mute it, like turn the volume down a little bit on it. <laughs> I really do. But sometimes it just pops up. But going back to what you said, the, the small town attitude, and it's hard to describe it to people that aren't from one or have never lived in one. It's a real thing. Like small town mindset yeah. is a real thing. Like it's, it's a real, it's a, that's a, that's a real world issue. <laughs> it's a real fucking thing. And I honestly, I sort of credit it to why my, it's a good thing and a bad thing. The amount of times my like friend group has switched up is actually 
unfathomable. Like, it's actually crazy. So, in high school, you know, I have my set of friends or whatever that I was always friends with and stuff. But soon after I left high school, that friend group changed drastically. And it's it wasn't so much because of personalities and things like that. It was more so age. Cause so I'm like two and a half, three years younger than everyone in my grade. And when I'm graduating, they're all, you know, adults, you know, you graduate high school, you're an adult and they're all doing Mm -hmm. adult things. And I can't, you know, I can't do those things. So gradually I'm going to be friends with some of the younger classmen because we're the same age. It's just, I relate to them more. And so there's that group of people. And then going to Sherman in a small, obviously in a small town, they all have these, normal jobs at like factories or whatever, you know, whatever the case, I'm not knocking factory workers by any means, but that's not what I want for myself. So soon after, you know, those, that friend group changes and then another friend group changes and then another friend group changes. And then recently, you know, I'm, you guys know them. Um, and I'm not knocking, uh, Peyton or Ray by any me or Keyshawn or anybody by any, any means necessary. But I spent, you know, a good year, year and a half hanging out with them exclusively. And they're great people. I, you know, Ray's my guy. Peyton's my guy. Keyshawn's my guy. Like I, you know, we're still friends. Like, you know, when I talk to him, but being contempt with working at a factory from, you know, Monday to Friday, nine to five or whatever, you know, a, a eight hour shift, no matter the time frame, working that. And then Saturday and Sunday, basically doing nothing just to do it all over again. Mm-hmm. Like that's just not appealing. And I do, I, I, I don't know if it's me or how I was raised, or my mindset. I don't know what it is, but that's just not appealing to me, and I don't understand how it can be appealing to anybody. I really <laughs> I really don't. I don't get it. I do not understand the, oh, I'm going to go work at so-and-so from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m., Monday through Friday, Saturday, go to the local bar, get drunk on Friday night when I get off of work, and then Saturday recover Sunday and then do it all over again until I'm dead. <laughs> yeah, really. That it's shit like, sounds so fucking boring. Until I'm dead. That shit sounds so fucking tragic. It's unreal. Because I mean, like there's the one thing that kills me is that there's no variety. There's no variety of anything. There's no variety of people. There's always one race. Yep. Or one predominant race. There's no variety of stores. You get the same fucking stores. There's, they don't change. They don't expand. Um, there's no variety in culture either. That's that's a big thing. Yeah, like, there's I no don't, fucking variety. The biggest thing, I, and that's why I sort of, I think about it, when I say randomly, like I could be fucking driving to Dallas for God knows what reason. But I'll sit there and go like, damn. Like a memory will pop up on my Snapchat or something like that. Don't snap and drive, kids. It's unsafe. I'm an adult. I can do what I want. Um, <laughs> but like a random memory will like pop up on Snapchat where I'm like at a 
I don't know, somewhere with Peyton and Ray or whatever, or whoever I'm with. And I'm, and then I, it hits me. I'm like, damn, I don't. I, I spent like a whole year and a half with these guys, like damn near all the time. And now I see them. I see Ray maybe once every like couple months. Talk to Ray maybe once every couple weeks. I see Peyton randomly during the week when he decides to go to the gym or talk to him randomly whenever he wants to go do something on the weekend. Mm. I'm like, damn. What the fuck happened? Then, I, then it hits me. I go, oh. I decided to stop, not, and it sounds bad, but like, I gripe on it more with Peyton than I do other people because Peyton is very, like, his, he's a car enthusiast. Like, if Mm -hmm. you had a problem with your vehicle, you take your vehicle over to Peyton's house, he can fix that shit, no problem. Like, he knows ins and outs of damn near every type of car. And he loves cars. He loves classic cars. He loves new cars. He loves everything about cars. And it kills me because he grew up in a small town where you sort of, you know, you do what your what your family wants you to do or you do the family job or whatever. And that's all cool and dandy. But you I feel like you every I feel like you have to want more for yourself. Dead ass. Like mm-hmm. I feel like Peyton, if Peyton really put his mind to it. I mean, hell, fucking car engineers and, you know, car mechanics make so much money, especially like people that do it themselves. They make so much money because cars are a thing that are never going to go away. Especially if you work on like foreign brands or even like luxury brands, you're still making bank for fucking. Exactly. Luxury brands, especially or old car heads that like like old like old cars and stuff like that. If you can help restore one. Like, you make crazy money. And I sort of gripe with Peyton about it all the time. He's like, dude, you could easily, easily work on, like, three cars a month or every couple months for the next year and have enough money to open your own garage that specializes in classic cars or trucks or whatever. You could be doing something Mm -hmm. you love, working for yourself, making your own money, and working on your own time. But that small town mindset sort of has been engraved into his body that like, oh, I can't do that. That's too out of the box. I have to stick to the normal. I got to stay inside the box that, you know, that I was told I have to stay in. And that drives me insane. Hmm. It, It literally drives me insane. I hate it. I hate it with a passion. And then there's certain people that I just I know that are perfectly contempt, like I was going back to what I said earlier, that are perfectly contempt with doing the whole nine to five, doing the same thing every week until they fucking die. Like yeah. I, I don't get it. How do you not, everybody, you have dreams from when you're a fucking child. That is a thing they have you do in like kindergarten. Like, oh, what do you want to be when you grow up? And you write it down. Yeah. And most kids all have the same answer, like firemen, policemen, you know, whatever. But as as you get older, those change, and you have realistic dreams and ad, and ad, you know aspirations. And sometimes they're a little outlandish and crazy. But at least it's something. How do you, I don't understand the people that I know that have none of it? I don't. Uh, my brain does not connect. I don't get it. I don't know what it is about. I don't know what it is 
about small towns and like being allergic to having I w- I don't know if saying it saying it is gonna sound like very off, but it's like without having that passion, that fire or desire to leave, they're just it's, it's complacent and comfortable. It's just they want to be yeah comfortable. They yeah. want to be in this this small community that's everybody's doing the same thing. Everybody's has the same thing. They don't have they don't have different stuff going on in their lives, so they just want to be just like everyone else. Yeah, I agree, and and to a certain extent, like that's cool. Like it's you know it's comfortable, it's safe. You mm-hmm. know, I know if I go safe. work at a factory, I'm going to make fifty thousand dollars a year. I'm going to be able to pay for a place to live, and do you know make the make the normal medium to you know support my normal way of living. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be able to you know have one week of a vacation a year. I'll, where I'll have enough money to maybe go do something or, you know, spend a little extra money on something nice for myself. No, like do what you want to do. Like just work at it. Like I, I accredit, you know, I credit it to my mother and father, obviously for putting, you know, they put me and my brothers in sports from like damn near coming out of the womb. Could I swear I have a fucking baby picture of me coming out of my mom's vagina with a baseball in my hand? But uh, <laughs> like at some point, I don't remember when. But at some point, they sort of realized like that wasn't what me and my brothers wanted to do. Like with our careers, like it just wasn't in the cards for us. But my youngest brother, he's super techie and computery and all that shit. He's really just following in my dad's footsteps doing computer shit. My middle brother, Matthew, I don't know what the fuck he does. To be honest, I'm not, I'm not going to lie to you. I don't know what the fuck he's doing out in LA, but he's doing something. Um, but he's taking, he doesn't, you know, acting classes and stuff like that. He wants to be a, a star basically, uh, which is a crazy aspiration. But if you work at it, it's achievable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then me, you know, I'm I'm the art guy of the family. I do creative things. I that's just who I am. But at some point, my parents were just like, "No, you know, whatever you want to do, do it." But you have to work at it. We can help you along yeah. the way. But and a lot of luckily for me, my parents were like that. Like we'll support you in whatever you do. But whatever you decide to do, you got to give it like 110. percent yeah, that whole yeah. mindset came from sports, right? You know, when you're younger, if you're going to play, you got to give it your all, blah, 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 whatever. So you just transfer the mindset to whatever you want to do. Unfortunately, when it comes to small towns, that is not what parents put in their children from a young age. No. Which is a sad reality, but it's true. It's Talk about the very participation. True. It's all, especially now, yeah, you get participation trophies and shit. One one thing I love about small towns as well is this, the volume of other like that. This this is the thing I mentioned. There's no variety in towns. I was I, I was wrong. There's one there's one variety of something that you will find in any town, and I swear to God, there's more than two. You can find more than two churches in every single fucking town. That that is something that you can find a variety of. That's true. 
<laughs> That's true. That is true. Yeah, it's, yeah, I don't know. It's very small towns are odd. Small towns are very odd because I, I live here. I live in a small town, and when I have conversations about stuff, like when people say, for example, "Oh, I've always wanted to go here. Have you ever been?" I'm like, "Yeah, I've been a couple times." Wow, that's so crazy. It's it's really not like <laughs> it's not that wild because all you got to do is just fucking do it it sounds very simplistic and you know dumb when you say it that way but it's really that easy if you want to do something work and get to the point where you can do it that's the part that people from small towns just don't have ingrained in like engraved into their mind which is Oh, I can, I can do that because they've been told their whole lives that they can't do that. And then when you're yeah. told that from the age of, you know, 7 to 18 and then you go into adulthood and you see everyone else who is also told the same thing, mm-hmm. at some point you're going to believe it and it's going to be stuck with you. Oh, I can't do that. That's way too out of the box. That's people are going to look at me funny. Nah, mm. my brother in Christ, just go do it. <laughs> just yeah. do it. Get up with your Nikes yeah. and just do mm. it. <laughs> Real shit, because like, God, God damn, if you ever did something fucking original. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be fucking crazy, like, right? <laughs> you Believe me, believe me, I don't believe it's anywhere in the Bible that it's a sin to do anything original. Yeah, I don't know. It's a very... Hey, I said it already, but small See, towns are just an odd place. <laughs> don't okay. understand it until you live in one or have been through one for a prolonged period of time. I, I got a little like example of what I kind of went through my, my senior year. So anyone who knew me, I bleached my entire hair blonde. Yeah, Odell. And after that, yeah. I got treated like a basically a local celebrity just because that I only had little kids bleach their own hair blonde because I did that. Yeah, because it's, it's like, different. I found I finally did something original. It's like, oh, we can we can do we can try something different. Even it's just something simple like your hair, like so real shit. And like, uh, and the fact that like that shit as well. Like you can go to Alan McKinney, fucking like any fucking bigger town, and you're you're part of the football team and you're a star running back. Cool. You might have a few people in the town that notice you. That's that's all right. You're in this bitch, and you're running the fucking ball like I was, and holy <laughs> fuck. I mean, you could get away with murder. Yeah, I think that's more so of a – I think that's actually more of a Texas thing than anything because Texas takes high school football to another level. Like, that's a, that's a small town thing for sure because of the, like, the celebrityism that comes with being the high school hero. But that's also a Texas thing. Just like being a star, you know, basketball player in New York is a New York thing. Mm, yeah. So, you know, it's a it's a region thing, especially in the South. It's football, obviously. So if you're a star football player in the South, people on your wee wee all the time. Yeah. They're not hopping off. They're there for the ride and to ride. That's what they're there for. <laughs> Speaking of 
small town football. You know what I have a problem with? I have a, I actually have a serious problem with it, and I've talked about it multiple times, and I'm going to talk about it again. <laughs> I have a genuine problem. So, you guys know the area. You know this thing called the Battle of the Axe. Uh-huh. I understand it's the oldest rivalry in Texas. I get that. That's a big deal. You know, you got the oldest rivalry in Texas. Texas one of being the one of the oldest states in America. That's a big thing. You know, it's been going on for a hundred plus years. Like that's a that's crazy. They air this shit on ESPN now. It's so fucking big. That's cool. Mm-hmm. If you do not have and I'm only speaking about the Battle of the Axe because that's what I lived with. And that's what I grew up with. If you do not have a sibling or a near relative, somebody you're very close with, playing in the Battle of the Axe, do, and you do not, you know, you have no tie to it whatsoever other than the fact that you went to Sherman or Denison for four years. Do not blow your social media up about how excited you are about the Battle of the Axe. Furthermore, what pisses me off even more is when I see people talk about the Battle of the Axe, bragging about how Denison or Sherman had the axe for so long while they were there. My brother, that was a decade ago. Quit living in the past. Let that shit go. It's a new dawn. It's a new day. You are no longer the same person you were back then. You had hair. You didn't have a kid. You were in shape. You, I promise you, you're not going to make a difference if you showed up in your high school letterman jacket that doesn't fit anymore. It's not. Uh, Yeah, and I swear, ain't nobody going to ask you to get on the field neither. Stop wearing your letterman jacket. If you're two years removed from high school, you should not wear your Letterman jacket. I'm just, I'm just putting it out there. Quit wearing that shit. I don't think I've worn it since I graduated. Like, yeah. If you are not, if you are, and I'm speaking from personal experience, Sherman and Denison being, you know, the Battle of the Axe stuff. One year removed, I have no problem with it. You're 18 slash 19. You're probably friends with a bunch of high school students still because you were just there. Mm-hmm. you're friends with all the players on the football team because you were just a part of that team, you know, a year ago. That's fine. But, <laughs> but, once you get past the point where you don't know anybody on the football team, stop wearing it. It's not cool. I promise you, you are not as cool as you look. I swear. Yeah. I know you think you put that shit on, but you didn't. <laughs> you need to take that shit off. Put Listen, it in. You ain't, you ain't eat. Put it up. Hang it up. It's time to retire. Well, that's people that just mostly peaked in high school. They had their prime years. Peaking in high school is a, rough, came... is a rough reality for a lot of people. Peaking in high school is a rough reality. <laughs> That's a tragic. That's a that, tragic. That goes back, actually, and that goes back to the small town. Most people in small town peaked in high school. Peaking in high school, when you really think about it, is actually insane because that means you peaked when you were eighteen years old. You were a baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You've yeah. been alive for eighteen years. 
at minimum you have if you live a normal life at minimum you have another 50 years of life and you peaked already oh brother that's gonna be a rough time that's a rough time yeah, or go sister ahead and tell your go ahead and tell your children about how you were the popular kid in school back in oh. 30 years ago yeah no that Back in my day. <laughs> you can't hit the back in my day at 24. I'm sorry. You can't do that. <laughs> if, you're hitting, if you're hitting the back oh, in my, my day at 24 is insane. That's crazy. It's because it's Jordan's on that page. That's hilarious. Uh, <laughs> I had to make sure I was thinking right. Uh, yeah. Go to nympshop.com and, uh, on Friday and uh, pre-order uh, the fall stuff. Um, it'll get to you a lot sooner. Um, uh, I think that's it. Yeah, that's all I got. Damn.